0: Welcome to the Voices of the Goddess podcast. We believe that there is a goddess inside each and every one of us. When we use our voice to share that goddess, we support and uplift each other. Join us each week as we interview women to receive the message of their goddess within. This is so exciting. You know, we're both Host of this show, but we're starting out like doing the interview with each other. So, uh, this is fun, right? Yes, this Um, is very exciting. So, we're going to ask each other the questions that we're going to be asking all of our guests going forward in this um, podcast series that we've created. And so, I'm going to start with you, Allison. The first question is What is your superpower, or what would it be if you could choose a superpower?
1: Okay. If I had to choose a superpower, the first thing that comes to my mind would be that I could see into the future. And I know, that can be kind of good and that could be bad and not necessarily very accurate either. But the reason I think is that I find so many times myself and other women I talk to, we're so fearful of taking that next step because we don't know what that outcome is going to be. So even just to be able to see forward into the future by just a short period of time to know that when I take that step out of my comfort zone, that it's going to turn out all right, that even if I fall, I'll still be okay. So I think that that would probably be my superpower, it would be seen
0: into the future. <laughs> I think you already can see into the future knowing that, like, think about everything you've been through in your past. You've been through so many things and everything is still okay. And you're fine. You're
1: absolutely right. It's so true. And every time, you know, it's so interesting because I think so many, I know if there's women listening today, um, we're in the middle. Well, we're not in the middle. Yeah, I guess we're in the middle of a pandemic. We've been dealing with this for seven months and things have been so different for everybody. So many women are doing things that they typically wouldn't do. And we're. I think a lot of women are discovering like, Hey, I'm going to be okay. Like it's all right. And gives you just that more confidence and it makes it
0: easier to keep stepping out of your comfort
1: zone. Like this podcast that we're doing, Julieta.
0: Yes, this is totally us stepping outside of our comfort (laughs) zone. I love it. And I like, you know, I write a blog and um, one of my last blogs was about, um, you know, choosing the direction of fear, like going into your fears and allowing yourself to be vulnerable and knowing that everything that you want in your life, all those good things, all your successes that you want are on the other side of you stepping through that fear. And um, yes. so, and Can like it, I said, we, we know, we have both lived it. We have both lived through so much stuff that we've gone through and we come out on the other side and we are okay. So, um, So you already have your superpower. <laughs> All right.
1: I'll go with that. Okay. It's your, your turn. What is your superpower? or Do you
0: wish was your superpower? So we all know my superpower is creating magic. Um, <laughs> so as a physical therapist, I, it, it's been really fun. Like asking people, like, how would you describe what I do? Uh, Cause I get asked all the time, you know, what is it that you do? How do you do this? And it's so difficult to put into words what I do, but the most common word that people use is magic. And even, um, I don't remember if I told you the story or not, but let's tell the whole world. So there were okay. two people that I know, um, that they both know me, but they didn't know that between themselves, they didn't know that they both knew me. And okay. so one of them was asked. Like he and his wife have a yoga studio, and they were asking my friend, who is a yoga instructor, like maybe you could teach sometime at our at our studio. And she's like, "Well, I can't right now. I'm having some so- some shoulder issues. I need to go see my magical PT for that." And he heard the words "magical PT," and he goes, "Is your PT by any chance, Julieta?" So oh was my like, gosh! Right. So it's like it's it's so funny to me how like the word magic and magical has become associated with me. So. I know that's my superpower and I, and I think I don't just do it in my PT practice, but I try and create like magical moments wherever I go. And even the most mundane nothing moment can be made magical. So, you know, and I know you know this, but we'll share with my audience, but I have two kids
1: are 23 and 21 and they started getting treatment with you four years ago now so they were quite wow. a bit younger like high school I think both yeah. of them and I'll never forget one of the first times um, you worked with my son and he was an athlete so he has had a lot of injuries and he came out of the session and he was like I don't even know what she just did but I feel so much better like but I just like he was just like shaking his
0: head and I'm like yeah we call it magic <laughs> <laughs> So, true, awesome. so true. all right let's all right. move on to our next question Awesome. What, what is the book or books that have most greatly influenced your life? Okay. So this is a book that I actually read recently. And when I say recently, like
1: last couple months, cause I read constantly, um, like in little chunks of time I love to read, but I only can get like 10 or 15 minutes here and there, but that's what I do. Um, and it is the book called the big leap by gay Hendricks and it was recommended to me by a coach i've been working with and the reason that this book was so impactful to me was it really made it so apparent how we allow past insecurities and past fears really hold us back and even can like like for example arguments between my husband and I, now that I've like read this book and get what he is saying about it, like arguments my husband and I have now, I realize are like us unconsciously sabotaging stuff. Like things are going so well, and then we'll have an argument, and we're both like, "That was the dumbest argument. Like, why are we even doing this?" And if you read the Big Leap, he talks about all of that, how. A lot of times when we get to that that point where we're super successful and everything is going really well. It's almost like we subconsciously feel like we don't deserve it. So we basically um, we sabotage it. We make things whether we mean to or realize it or not. And we do. So I think that his book was a huge eye opener for me and really made me um, Step back and look at things differently when when things may not be going as I would like them to go, I have to look at, am I doing this myself without realizing I'm doing this to myself? You know, am I creating something that's really not there and really, you know, not a big
0: deal? Does that make sense? It's hard to explain, but yeah. 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 No, I totally, um, yeah, I totally get that. I'm like, I think I maybe need to read that book myself. Cause it's, it's such a read. good
1: book. I, I, It was, it's one of those books that, you know, and you know me, I read a lot, but it's really been one of those books that I was like, okay, that was like a total eye-opener, holy cow. And we don't realize how much we, and I know you know this because of what you do, but I think we, as women and, and people in general, don't realize how much of our past we drag forward with us, even when we think we're over it. Um, a lot of times we aren't really over it. That energy is still there and we don't even realize it. And I think between like what you, the work that you do and, and reading books like this is really how you can overcome a lot of that stuff. So
0: absolutely. Great point. All right. You are <laughs> up. <laughs> and I wish they what could see our faces right now. Because Allison knows I'm going to be controversial because, you know, I have to be, that's who I am. And, um, so in, 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 there's so many books that have influenced my life, but the book that I want to talk about right now is just cause I think it's something so relevant to this group of women that we're working with relevant to what's going on in the world right now. Um, so the book I want to talk about, ha 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 is actually called Pussy, um, a reclamation by Regina Thomas Howard. I don't know if I said that. Okay, I did hear that right. Right, I I heard that title correctly. Correct. The title of the book, yes, is called Pussy, and the reason why I want to bring this book up is because, um, you know, wait,
1: wait, wait. we just need to say, if you're listening right now, do not be offended. Listen to all what Julietta has to say. You will understand. I have to I have to throw
0: that disclaimer in there. Okay, go ahead. Yes, yes, of course. (laughs) So this was actually a book that was um, given to me a couple years ago to read. And um, I've always been a person to work on personal development and bettering myself, but I will say the last few years, I've really been digging in hardcore to um, become the wonder woman that I want to be and looking at everything that's holding me back. Yeah. And This has been true of, I think, all of women in society right now. Like, we've been living in such a patriarchal, man-dominated society for, Mm -hmm. you know, hundreds of years, maybe thousands Mm -hmm. of years, I don't even know. Um, And for things to get better, I think all of us as women are aware that we need to bring... um, you know, more feminine power into the situation. The problem has been is that women have been, like we've been forcing ourselves through masculine energy to get our power. And Mm -hmm. that's just creating more of the same problem. And we really need to tap into our true sacred feminine and everything that's involved in that um, to create true healing on this on this planet right now, and the one thing that was so interesting about pussy, and I mean yes, there's scientific talk about anatomy and stuff in this book, but one of the biggest takeaways for me was, you know, one of the greatest fe- you know feminine female powers that we have is our intuition, and you know we all think about our intuition as coming through our third eye, um, our pineal gland. But for women in actuality, like our greatest connection to our intuition actually comes from our pussy. Um, one thing that made me like really aware of this was like, you know, everybody posts these, have you seen the, the videos on Facebook where they're posting? Like one of my friends just posted one yesterday, like this, someone on a bike, like riding on this like really, really skinny path. And like, to the left of them was like this, you know, if they fell left, they were going to die without a doubt because it was just like this sheer drop off. And I'm watching this and like, seriously, like when I like stopped and paused, I'm like, the w- the place that I was feeling the fear was actually like in my pussy. <laughs> so like, I want you to like pay attention to that. Like when stuff is really getting at you, just pause for a moment and like notice where you feel it. And, um, but I've had that occurrence. Like, you know, it was like, it was always there. I just wasn't aware of it until someone told me. So I just want to put it out there for women to like, when you're making big decisions, when you're trying to figure something out, like stop, pause and listen. What does your pussy have to say about it? <laughs> so I know but, it's crazy and it's fun, but I hey. know, but on a, on, a, on,
1: a, on a more serious note, It's interesting to me that you bring this book up and that you're talking about this because about, I would say about a year ago, I started meditating. And one of the things I've done, like Joe Dispenza and I've done Abraham Hicks, I've done like, and then I've just gone on to like all these meditation apps and used all kinds of different people. But one of the things I found interesting was doing meditations for clearing of the energy centers. And they start on your perennial floor, which is essentially your pussy, your right? Pussy. Right. So I don't, I don't mean to be like vulgar about it. And please anyone
0: listening, and don't take it that way. We're being very, and serious. it's something too, like we need to take the vulgarity out of this because it True. shouldn't be vulgar. Okay. it no, This be shouldn't something be. that we like appreciate and love and um, right. take but care if you of. Ever, you know?
1: If you ever doing, do, It's called clearing of the chakras. If you ever do those meditations, that's where they start. And they start there for a reason because it is important. And we carry so much there, like heavy stuff. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Welcome (laughs) to our podcast.
0: (laughs) This is perfect. So our next question, you know, deals with as women, you know, we are the caretakers. We are constantly caring for everybody else and putting everybody first. And so I think one of um, our big messages, you know, of this podcast is, you know, we as women need to take care of ourselves. So Mm -hmm. I want to know, Allison, what is your favorite self-care practice?
1: Okay. Well, first of all, now, I would never have said this 10 years ago, but now I would love to spend an entire day just taking care of me. <laughs> like, I love it. I could just spend my day doing stuff, self-care stuff. But if I had to pick one thing that I would say has stuck with me over the last probably three years, one of the first things I actually started doing for self-care. And when I think back about it, I actually did this as a as a, um, as a, a young Girl, as a in middle school and high school, I did a lot of this because I was going through a lot of trauma in my family at the time. My parents had gotten divorced. I was my life like turned upside down in the matter of days, and so I did a lot of this as a young child. And then I stopped because life got busy and I didn't take time to take care of me. But that thing is journaling. I would say one of my favorite things for self care is to get a cup of coffee and sit down in a quiet room with a nice view, even my backyard and just sit and journal and spend that time taking care of me. And when I journal, I take a little bit of time where I just write whatever's on my head, get it out. It's almost like my therapy session. And then I take a little bit of time and I do, you know, five things I'm grateful for. And then I always put down five things I've accomplished because I think it's so important to, to recognize the little things you're grateful for and the big things. Some days, if you look at my grateful list, they're like, I'm so grateful for my coffee. And other days, they're like, I'm so grateful um, my daughter's better or my husband's not sick anymore or whatever it is. You know, they can be big or little. And then my accomplishments, shocking how hard it is sometimes to acknowledge your own accomplishments. Yeah. So... I think that that is probably my go-to self-care. One thing that I have been doing probably for three years now. And I don't, and like I said, I did it back when I was young and I wish I would have done it all along, but that would be my, that'd be my go-to.
0: How about you? That's awesome. So, um, almost very much similar. So probably maybe that was back in March or April. I, Well, you know, Allison, because you've been on it, but I have this amazing healing bed in my clinic, and it's a treatment table that has speakers attached under it that's connected to this box that generates healing frequencies, and then it's also connected to music, so the healing frequencies and music are coming through the table, and on top of the table is a biomat, which is infrared. Um, which is great for detoxification, negative ions, amethyst crystals. So I have this amazing healing bed that people come in, they see me, they get to lay on it for an hour and heal. I've had this bed for, I don't even know how many years now. And like, I only had gone on it a handful of times myself. And so back, like I said, I don't remember if it was March or April, I made this commitment that um, Monday through Friday, I get in here and I spend, time on that bed for myself and I meditate while I'm on the bed and um like it's it's definitely made a huge difference in my life um much more energy I feel calmer and then after I do that I do like you I go in and, and I journal um, I think I was in I was going to ask you but you already answered the question before I asked you like what kind of format do you use for your journaling mm-hmm. and for myself Um, my journaling pretty much looks like a conversation between myself and my spirit guides. So um, I may be writing questions or I start the conversation that's happening with myself in my head, and then they start chiming in and and feeding me information and guidance. And um, so I love it. It's definitely, my spirit guides have always been there, but it's definitely helped boost um, the communication level between us.
1: So true. It's so funny you mentioned your bed because when I come see you for treatment, I don't think about it on my way to see you. But when I come in and I lay down on your bed, it's almost like an instant, oh, yeah, this is like so awesome. Like you don't even have to do anything. I can just lay on your bed. Exactly. So I'm a little envious that you get to do that every day.
0: Okay. <laughs> hey, anytime you want to come over and lay on my bed, you just let me know. As long as I don't All have right. a client, you can lay on it right. anytime you want. You know right, the other um, thing I... The one quick other thing that I do in my
1: um, journal is, you know, a lot of people talk about affirmations and all that stuff. And I actually will tell you something else that I learned. It's a totally another book that I read that's a conversation for another day. But they actually talk about turning your affirmations into what they call truth focused statements. So sometimes affirmations can make you feel bad if you're not achieving that goal and so it's just a little bit different verbiage on the way you do an affirmation so i tend to write those down in my journal too but that's for another podcast we'll discuss that so
0: okay cool all right all right so the next question you know came from some market research that we did that a lot of women are craving accountability in their lives so my question for you, Allison, is how do you create accountability in your life? Well,
1: I think part of my answer might be part of your answer, but maybe not. But maybe not. Okay. So I kind of have a two parts. That number one is I got an accountability partner some hmm. months back. <laughs> I wonder who that is. Um, with Julieta and I decided. You know what? When I think it was wasn't when we went into the pandemic, right? Yeah, that We decided. Much. Yeah. That we were like, okay, like we need to, uh, I, I think I called you up and I'm like, I need, I need someone to talk to you like on a regular basis. So we typically do a call on Sunday nights. It's been a little off lately with all the podcast stuff, but, but we typically do. And the great thing about it is, is that I get a chance. We each get to tell each other what's going on with our business, what's going on with our life. And then what are we struggling with? And I think the best part of an accountability partner is they see things that you don't see. They see it a different way than you do. And it is such a huge benefit. So I would say an accountability partner has been number one. And now I have another, so I have two accountability partners now that I love. And then the other one would be, you know me, I'm a Trello board junkie. I love my Trello boards and they really do help me stay
0: on track. So that would be my, those would be my two things. Sorry, I did too. That's okay. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Just <laughs> more tools that all us wonder women can use to, to right. support ourselves. So, and yes, you are absolutely correct. Like um, I was totally going to talk about you, my accountability partner. And um, I mean, I love that a, like it helps keep us focused. And I also just love too. like, I think it's made us closer as friends and, yes. um, and that ability to have someone else, see something from a different perspective because you know when we're in the middle of our stuff like you just kind of become blind to things that you know when you're outside it, it's it's just so simple and obvious like what the solution is and right. um so absolutely i think getting an accountability partner is mm-hmm. one of the best ways to, to stay accountable and keep yourself on track
1: yeah, and I would say to the women listening, like if you're thinking, well, I don't really know who to do for an accountability partner. I mean, the reason I thought of Julieta was, you know, we we're in kind of the same business group together. I know she's she's pretty much in line with how I think about stuff. And honestly, I was kind of, you, I've never told you this. I was kind of nervous to call you up and be like, Hey, do you want to be my accountability? Oh my partner? god, I can't believe that. And I think sometimes things, stupid things like those, our fear holds us back. So if you're listening to us and you're fearful or you're nervous to ask someone, just ask. The worst they're going to say is, no, I just don't have time right now. Or, what, yeah, I mean, that is, that's exactly. the ultimate worst thing to say okay, move on.
0: So thankfully you this said is, yes. Well, of course I would say yes to you. Come oh. on. <laughs> that's great. Oh all right, so those are those are four questions. I like those questions I think um, I just think they're great. So the the next question you know about the podcast is wh- what's your big takeaway from what from our conversation this morning?
1: Uh, you know what I think the big takeaway between you and I talking about all these different things questions and our friendship and where we're at now, I think my biggest tech takeaway is don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. Like you gotta, you, you just, the other side is scary at first, but it ends up being so great. Like I, if we hadn't started doing the accountability partner stuff and talking all the time and getting to this point and you know, there's so many things that just for stepping out of our comfort zone has made such a big deal. So I think that's my biggest takeaway is just, you're gonna, it's not going to feel right. It's, you know what I mean? Like when you're nervous about something, it's going to feel a little icky and not comfortable, but the minute you do it, you're going to be like, Oh my gosh, I just did that. Like, that's so awesome. So I guess that's my biggest
0: takeaway. What I will say like in regards to that topic is, um, you know, I did a personal development course that was quite extensive, and that's one of the things that we were basically forced to do was to do things that that we were afraid of doing and that we felt vulnerable doing. And the weird thing is, is like once you start doing them, it's like you, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like that adrenaline rush. Like you, you almost <laughs> get addicted to. Okay, oh. what can I? Where can, can I, I push do myself further? Ne- like sometimes I'm like, I gotta hold myself back a little bit because they just keep. Yeah. Pushing myself outside of my comfort zone because, yes. yeah, once you do it, that rush that you get from doing it, it's like, yeah, I want more of that. Let's keep going. It's so true. It is so true. So true. All right, girl. What is your takeaway? So my takeaway, like, and you know, I've examined this some in the past, but I think it's something that's really gone to the the back burner, and I haven't been thinking about it much. But you, you know, when you mentioned your book and talking about self sabotage. And, um, you know, that's something I want to like become more conscious, you know, and have more awareness of where am I still sabotaging myself and, um, looking at how I might change that. So thank you for, for bringing that up. That, um, that definitely is, is helpful to me.
1: Well, I find it interesting that I think that
0: so many times we're,
1: we're afraid of what other people think. But I think what we don't realize is it's more, we're worried about what we think. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we're more worried about, I, I don't know, it's not, it, you're just afraid to, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I uh,
0: totally hear right. like, you. I'm, I'm like, I am my own worst critic. I am. Yes, so yes. So judgmental of myself yes. and um, I get to relax and not beat myself up so much. Yes,
1: for sure. All right. This was super fun. I
0: I hope it was beneficial.
1: And if there, you know, if those of you that are listening, if there's anything you heard us say, or you're like, wait, I want to know more about that. Just, um, we put our contact information on the podcast and the information below, just go ahead and reach out to one of us and we'll make sure to get you the connections or the info,
0: whatever you are looking for. Thanks so much for listening to our show today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe so you can get the support you need in becoming the goddess you are meant to be. Check out the show notes for information on how to connect with Allison or Julietta, as well as for links to resources mentioned in the show. Have a magical day. Awesome, Allison. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. All right. We will
1: see you next week. Yay!